You're listening to the Minds I Like podcast, sponsored by Event to Be Wellness, all natural source products from Grenada and Cador's Natural Juices, found in all grocery store locations. Alexandra Chelsea is a writer, storyteller, facilitator, dreamer, and anti-poverty mental health advocate. She has a background in journalism and has worked close to seven years in nonprofit communications in various social media management, digital marketing, and content creation roles. Growing up as a child in Eastern Canada, Alexandra remembers sneaking into her father's library to read the many diverse biographies that lined his shelf. In fact, as she recalls, some of her brightest Childhood moments revolved around stories. If she wasn't reading one, she was writing one. Her almost unquenchable desire and love for the art of storytelling may best reveal itself in the way she powerfully tells stories relating to people, history, and culture. In June 2020, Alexandra found Speak the Word Storytellers. To date, Alexandra remains committed to informing inspiring and empowering audiences through transformative storytelling. Now, as a young adult, she has full access to a bookshelf of her very own, complete with an ever-growing collection of cherished favorites. As an avid storyteller and facilitator, Alexandra is keen on sharing about the beauty of storytelling and the way it can bring communities closer together build legacies, and ultimately change lives. Currently, she serves as the creative director of Speak the Words Storytellers. She also is a volunteer member of the Peel Poverty Lived Experience Table. So happy to have Alexandria here. I wanted to introduce one of my uh, amazing guests. I reached out to her and she helped me edit some amazing articles and also give me some suggestions on how I can improve my writing. Alex from Heart of the Story is here just to share with us about writing and her projects and some of the things that she's working on. So I wanted to introduce Alex, um, Heart of the Story. Hi, how are you? Hi, um, um, thank you for having me. It's great to be here. Yeah, so I just wanted to, you know, reach out to you and introduce you to the audience. And my first question to you is, what drew you to writing? And how did you find that you were able to inspire others through content? Yeah, so um, what led me to this um, question? So I always had a I love for stories, even as a child. Um, I, I just would come home from school and I would just devour all these books uh, that I would get from the school library. And um, my dad even uh, made me write these book reports um, at a young age. And I actually in, really enjoyed it. Um, and uh, it was kind of th- from there on that I realized that I just really couldn't get enough. So I would read all these different types of stories. I'd read um, history books, uh, biographies. I just loved learning about people and culture. And um, it was actually 
later on in my last year of high school that um, I started to uh, pursue uh, or demonstrate an interest in journalism. Uh, I had a co-op teacher who really um, was able to get me an internship at a campus newspaper. And from there, I was able to um, just once, once again, get my feet wet, delve more into the world of uh, storytelling and writing. And from there, uh, I was actually able to develop more my writing, you know, gain more of the hardcore reporting skills. And yeah, from there, I just started to um, make a connection between the art of writing and how I could use that to also help other people, especially um, tell their stories. Um, so I, I kind of got more of an interest in reporting on sensitive issues, um, mostly stemming from my own experience uh, with depression and also poverty as well. Okay, I hear you. And wow, I mean, from that humble beginning and just being in, you know, directed into that path, uh, you were able to realize um, that that was your niche and that was something that you really enjoyed. Mm -hmm. So tell me, what what was it like when you uh, navigated throughout school? Because it sounds like you really enjoyed your journalism program. Mm -hmm. I'm actually, um, at the beginning, I was highly, highly terrified um, because I'm naturally an introvert. So the world of uh, journalism at first was a little um, frightening for me because it kind of called me out of my comfort zone in terms of um, having to just get out there and um, talk to people. I remember my first year professor, I think it was the first week um, we had to do streeters. Um, basically, streeters are when you they give you a topic of the day. So it could be any news story or um, just any topic of interest. It could even be a sports interest, a sports um story or something along those lines and you just basically have to go out to people on campus and ask them a whole bunch of questions on it and come back with a story um, for the professor so that was um, terrifying for me at the beginning um, but um, I realized I kind of had to get into that space because um, it was from there that I if I didn't actually get into that place where I was able to uh, connect with people and write stories I probably wouldn't have Get, got to the point where I am now, where I really find myself really passionate about storytelling in all of its forms. So it's just, it was a hard, I guess, initial stage getting out of my comfort zone. But, and I'm, and I'm not saying that I'm there yet. I always, every, every story, every thing that I work on is a new experience, but it definitely helped me learn not to be, I guess, so afraid all the time and try and just overcome my fears and go after things sometimes and just tackle the stories that need to be told at times even if it comes at great risk and sometimes it does yeah but then from what I see sometimes when it's something challenging it always has a positive outcome mm -hmm. depending on you know what you want to learn from the experience exactly. you know because every experience you can learn something yeah oh my gosh amazing Absolutely. so um just let me know um what does your typical client look like and besides me <laughs> yes. um, how are you able to integrate their story and just amplify what they want to be told yeah I, I like people when people are open to uh trying new things and exploring things from a different angle like um because from my experience sometimes you go into a story thinking okay this is how it's going to be but sometimes it takes you for a whirlwind and you end up 
on the completely on a different side of things. So especially now in this digital era, um, I do think we need to have to be out of the box thinkers um, at times. So even if you had a plan to maybe do a blog post for um, on your uh, just a simple blog post, um, just exploring the, the the option to you know have a video content or some kind of multimedia aspect, uh, and just also being um, open to having that conversation and um, being willing to take take the risk, like I was I'm just saying, and not be afraid to really delve into uh, a story of substance that can really uh, impact your readers and different ways. So just, um, I like working with people that, you know, and most of the times um, I just, I'm so in admiration of people that um, are working in whatever capacity of service. And I, that's actually my ideal client, like um, those that are um, along the service line. So um, especially uh, trying to provide some kind of content to inform and educate. Um, so educators and therapists, um, people that are trying to put out uh, content for some re- from some reason um, to either transform or save lives. I um, mean, ultimately, uh, that basically content that can help provide some kind of information or resource uh, that is very necessary. Uh, so those are the people that I kind of like to work with. People are just looking to um, inspire and help other people through whatever content they produce. Oh, that's wonderful. And I support that 100%. And how did you... Um find the outcome um what have what's been the feedback so far uh so far it's been um it's definitely been a new experience um so every every client is um different and every person uh, is different but I I love the experience all the same and it kind of helps me learn as well so I do find that it's um so far it's been a learning process but it's um it's, it's great, and especially in the cases of when I take on a story that um, and really find the words when, when, that, when that, that there's that moment where, you know, the client is just, you just kind of really tap into the words that or the message that they're really wanting to say. Um, there's no greater experience than knowing that you've helped somebody come up with the words or the story that is really going to impact change, that's really going to uh, get at the, get them to the, to the, place that they want to be in terms of whether it's their business or their nonprofit. It just helps um, seeing them feel like fulfilled in terms of the, the content that's being produced and knowing that you finally are able to get them to that place where they were able to deliver a message of impact. So that's a beautiful experience for me and I love it. Mm-hmm. And what do you think the direction is going right now for content writers and content creators from the Black community. Mm. I definitely think more, more I've seen a rise um, more and more um, these days, especially um, after uh, COVID and more, um, if anything, more of a need for content because uh, it's just everything we do is content uh, more than we even realize. Um, we're driven by, we're natural storytellers actually. Um, we're, we're connected doing a network of stories. And I think that um, when the, when you have the right words and you're able to deliver that, it's, um, it'll help you to deliver whatever purpose you need for your audience. So it's, it's definitely more than more so than ever. Uh, there's definitely more so need than ever, especially for um, Black community and all diverse communities, especially because we need more than ever a wide range of um, diversity um, to be 
included in the content that we put out there. Unfortunately, there's a lot of untold stories. So more than ever, we need more diverse writers, more diverse creators to be able to, to get content out there that really speaks to a wide variety of different people. And that's why more than ever, it's, uh, it's a great time to be um, working in the content marketing industry and just being able to help people get those messages out there that is really going to uh, connect with the people or the audiences that they're seeking to uh, connect with. Absolutely. And I think it makes such an impact when you're able to um, send a consistent message that really helps uh, resonate with other people and build community. Yeah, absolutely. And tell me, because uh, we talked a little bit about this earlier yeah. when it comes to mental health and writing and just creating content that, you know, is really unique to the reader. Mm-hmm. And um, how do you find um, things are going in terms of uh, what people are reading right now? Because remember, I was telling you about the quick four minute or five minute Mm -hmm. read. Um, How do you find um, or do you find now people are condensing? Um, So, yeah, definitely. um, Once again, the the fact that we're in digital areas, we have a shorter attention span. um, So there's no I mean, it's not to say that we can't have the long form content. Uh, There is a place for that. But I do think um, now more than ever, the, there is there is a need to break up that content with multimedia, multi, yeah, multimedia content to kind of working with um, maybe design teams and also web designers to be able to portray the content in a way that um, it will be digested appropriately. So it doesn't change just the fact that there does need to be content. And I don't think people are reading any less. I just think that the way that we convey the content has to change a bit. So we can't just, I guess, put out a blog post anymore. We just text um, that wouldn't work. So there does need to be, um, you need to consider the images and how that plays along with the content and even just the way the headlines are formatted um, and uh, the subtitles are format on the pages as well. All of that is um, part of content marketing now. So even it would even good, be good for writers as well or creators to have to think think of that as they're you know working alongside clients to deliver the messages because um, we're no longer in a time period where people are just going to sit in front of a computer for like a, a long amount of time and just read on this. We're not in that time period anymore. So we have to think about how we break up that content. Um, and this. I, I would still say that there's still a need for long form features, but just also trying to figure out how to break up or break it down so that people can interpret or analyze that information in different ways. Yes. And I think this what I was alluding to in terms of mental mm-hmm. health, too, because, you know, I find that now with an overload of information, uh, people are really uh, frustrated and feel exhausted when they have a lot to read. And so they're looking for one-stop shops where they can just get all the content and, you know, things that are really pertinent to what um, is important to them and their values at that mm. time. And I definitely think that's that's why um, it was so, so great when, um, I guess, mental health professionals can work with creators to kind of see, see different ways that we can um, produce that content. So even if we could have like short videos um, explaining the topic uh, and include that with um, a short article. And in some cases, even just maybe providing a list of resources in your article uh, that people can, especially people that are dealing with various mental health, I guess, mental health conditions, they might benefit from being able to have a 
a place where, you know, you can easily access uh, the information that will be most beneficial to them. In terms of uh, community, are there some things that you're also doing um, just to expand your network and your uh, community practice? Yeah, so something I, I definitely hadn't been um, doing before, but I'm seeking to, to do more of is I've been uh, trying to network more on um, platforms such as LinkedIn and just being able to share some of, you know, um, even just to share articles about the top topics of interest to me. And also I've been doing new things like um, joining um, mental wellness support groups. I actually was part of one a couple of weeks ago and it was it's a beautiful um, experience because the, the ladies I connected with were um, remarkable and I enjoyed it too. I enjoyed it so much. And it was just, it made me realize the, the group of us uh, realized that there's such a need for that in the community, um, especially now there's um, with COVID, uh, there's isolation to um, increasing levels. And, you know, it's just something as simple as being able to uh, connect with a group of people and just being able to have a real conversation is uh, mind-blowing. So, like, it's just as simple as, you know, being able to share information and find new ways or innovative ways to connect with people, especially now, uh, is something that I've been seeking to do more of. And I think that that's part of what we can do as community. We can, you know, refer, if you know of um, things that can be helpful for one another, you know, just uh, send the information out there, whether through your online platforms or even just um, through word of mouth. But I think there, more than ever, we need to find new ways or innovative ways to connect with one another and just, you know, keep that connection strong. Absolutely. And uh, this leads me to a question I had about mm-hmm. healing. How do you find um, that this work has helped you heal? Yeah, so um, I definitely, um, I mentioned earlier that I started off actually uh, making the connection between writing and healing when I first shared my own story of um battling um, depression and I share that on my uh, blog that I was hosting at the time and um, it's actually from there that I started to realize how important it is that we share our stories um, because um, you have no idea how sharing something that how you um, went through something can help somebody else who's currently struggling with something and also it just um, storytelling um, connects us to one another as well Um, when we share our own stories we feel closer to one another. And so I, it was actually from sharing that story that I was able to connect with other people that were also struggling with that. And I started making some of my connections from that. And uh, it was actually, I was actually blown away by how receptive people were to when I shared that because it was a hard time for me. But, and it was very hard to be so vulnerable and, and open, but people were willing to, I guess, come up alongside me and really support me um, during that time. And I think that's where the, the power lies um, in community. And just it starts with just being willing to be open to what you've gone through and being willing to uh, hear from people, build, build your voice. Um, and that, that's a huge thing about writing and healing. It's just like sometimes right when you just experience something traumatic, it's maybe not the best place to start sharing uh, in that moment because that's still a very vulnerable time for you. But when you're at a place where you're able to come be open and and advocate for that for the issue and what you've gone through, then it's a good place for the, for you then to be able to connect with people and build your growing community from there. 
And I think that's part of why writing and the connection between healing is so, so very valuable and um, is something that uh, we can definitely do more to share more of and to do and, uh, and to kind of more express ourselves and to build our voices and to um, really build the, the connections that we need to. Because when we do that, ultimately, we, we can be at a place where we are not only just, it's not only just about writing our stories, but it's by through writing that we're able to, we could even don't know how that could impact somebody and ultimately save someone's life. So... Oh my gosh, that's so impactful and inspiring. And how do you find things are going uh, now that you're really focused on this goal and you really enjoy what you're doing? How do you find that this work heals mm-hmm. our community? So every day I think is almost a learning process for me. I, I don't uh, say that I'm at a place where I arrived. Um, I just think that... Um, just taking, it's just taking one step at a time and just being willing, first of all, to be open and um, kind of, and come out there and say, hey, this is what I've gone through and and we need to talk about this. Um, it starts with just being able to say, we need to talk about this because um, there's a stigma attached to um, mental, mental health issues. And um, it's, it starts, we start to break that by just being willing to come out there and not hide under, I guess, hide under what we're going through, but being willing to vocalize it. And by doing so, we, we come to advocate for the cause. And um, I've seen in my, my own experience, uh, I've facilitated a few workshops and I just seen that it just, just by um, someone saying, you know, I, I went through this when I was a kid or, you know, this is something that happened to me um, in, in the workplace. Just something as simple as that, simple as that, just saying that or even writing it out is a huge um, transformative, is a huge form of transportation for people that are, are receiving, not just um, sharing that information, but receiving. And both the receiver and the person, so where the teller and the receiver are transformed by the information or the story that's presented out there. And so I think that's um, how healing happens. It just happens, first of all, by just being willing to, to say, um, to, no, to no, no longer let things keep us from one another. I think sometimes we, the barriers come when we are not willing to open up and trust people with what we've gone through. But, um, and you have to definitely be careful with that as well because um, not everybody is equipped to handle what um, you share to what you're sharing, but that's I think part of why um, there's the work that can be done with um, uniting writing with with um, therapy, and um, a lot of therapists um, can delve more into the narrative therapy um, with their with, with the work that they do, and I think that would be a great way to kind of help people overcome some of the. Uh, issues that they've been facing and it's definitely going to be a long process but um it's definitely a amazing tool that can be used to uh, get people on the road to healing absolutely and like i said part of content and mm-hmm. creating and speaking your right, truth absolutely. is 
just the pathway of how we do things culturally and uh, creating yes. that space really helps us to feel safe so that we can start expressing ourselves and amplifying Absolutely. our voices. That's amazing. And um, how can people get a hold of you and connect with you if they want to reach out and um, you can help them with their content? Um, yeah, so the, I guess the easiest way would be to um, contact me through my website, uh, theheartofthestory.ca. I'm also on Instagram under um, at Alexandra Chelsea, but uh, the yeah, the best way is through my site because that's where um, they can actually contact me through the uh, the form that's there. And um, yeah, and I uh, definitely respond. I love hearing from people um, eager to kind of delve into the storytelling process. So yeah. Well, that's wonderful. So I want to thank you for coming on and connecting with us today. And I'm looking forward to collaborating with you. Yeah, with some other thank you so much for having me. It was great to be here. You're listening to the Minds I Like podcast.